got to talk about this Falcons head coaching search, man, and the names just keep flying off. Ian Rapport, uh reported yesterday that Falcons reportedly are requesting second interviews with Ravens D.C. Mike McDonald, associate head coach and D-line coach Anthony Weaver. Uh, he also reported yesterday that the Falcons are going to have a second interview with Raheem Morris. So, obviously, we're up to – is it 14 still? Is, is the 14 the number still? Yes, I think. <laughs> um, I'm getting. It's unbelievable you have to think that long about it, man. Because that's that, but that's where we are in this coaching search. Right well, now. I'm getting, I'm getting now kind of caught up in. Wait a minute, that's not his first. That's his second. Right? Is that? Wait, no, no, yeah. no, no, that, no, that's no, that's his second. No, 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 that's his first. Wait a minute, was it his? You know, is it his third? Uh, apparently, you know, it's dude. I, I have never seen more people comment um on a coaching search than ever before than 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 this cycle and it's not I'm not just talking about ours I saw a report from somebody the other day that said uh, Jim Harbaugh is going for his second interview for the Chargers and essentially it's a done deal which is literally I saw that too flying his family out to yeah, out to LA which, which by the way I know the person puts that out and that guy he's he, he's his, if he's an insider then uh, then you're the GM. Then I'm yeah, because that guy used to that guy used to DM me for information, and I'm like, dude, I'm not feeding you anything. Like, well, who are you? Um, but it's funny because the same thing was said about Belichick. Oh, second interview, done deal. Probably just hashing out the uh, you know how 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 the front office is going to work, and and so and, and, and the Falcons have like five second interviews. Yeah, with uh, it would be six, and they also were planning on a seventh with. Brian Callahan, who was named the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, uh, reportedly last night. So that would have been the seventh one. The sixth are Ravens DC Mike McDonald, uh, Anthony Weaver, obviously, like we just said, Ejiro Evero from the Panthers, Jim Harbaugh, Raheem Morris, and Bill Belichick. So that's six right there, and it would have been a seventh with Brian Callahan, uh, but obviously he is uh, off the market. So well, you never know because um, Mike Vrabel, who is yet to have his first, if I'm not mistaken, or he just had it, is. Um, one is is probably I would imagine he he'll he'll get a second interview. I like Vrabel. I went on Tom Abraham's show over in uh, Huntsville, I think. Yep. And he was asking about Vrabel, and I said, look, I think Vrabel's a great coach. But for all the the the, the criticism of what Belichick didn't do without Brady, for all that stuff, you know, what has Vrabel done the last couple of years without and, Arthur Smith? No. <laughs> Well, you, we joking, <laughs> jokingly, yeah. I know. Um, I know it's out there. Yeah, I mean, it's something you have to at least bring up. People, the the difference though to me, it, let me let me just stop and say this. the difference to me is that Bill Belichick had complete control over that roster from beginning to end of the of it being upside down the last four years. It doesn't sound like that was a situation up in Tennessee. Well, that was fighting over it. Right. There was a lot of push-pull. And it still shocks me that Derrick Henry never got moved. But Which I'm thinking was a Mike Vrabel move, by the way. How many – but, you know, I guess what I would say back is, sure, but you're telling me the reason Vrabel's a good hire is culture. And if Vrabel couldn't get along with not one but reportedly two GMs in Tennessee, why is he going to come here and get along with Terry Fontenot? Well, and, he and, got along with his players. And, and – Okay, but if you can't get along with the front office, it, it it's a bad it's a it creates a bad environment, and that's the same thing you're telling me of what he's going to create. Also, what it, what about Mike Vrabel tells you that his his culture is going to be different than Arthur Smith's? Right. Well, that that's my biggest thing. I, I think it, here's where I'll come at it from a little bit of a player's perspective. 
I think you get a little bit more of a pass as a guy who obviously was a legendary football player in Mike Vrabel than sometimes you might have had if you're Arthur Smith. And that's legendary. That's either fair. I mean, he's in the Patriots Ring of Honor. I mean, he yeah, is a well, legendary football player. I think he'd legendary would be a Hall of Famer. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame. You don't think there's guys not in the Hall of Fame that are legendary? Uh, I mean, I think Vrabel was a good player on a good team. You're just trying. You're just. You're literally just trying to pull at me right now. I just don't think legend. I think legendary is a, a, a big uh, word. Roddy White, legendary football player. He's a Falcons legend. I don't think. I don't think there's a guy in Seattle saying that Roddy White was a legend. Michael Vick, love, is Michael Vick a legend? I think a lot of people view him as one. I think he, because no matter it, what you think about what his career ended up being, or if he's the greatest Falcon of all time, he is a legend. As I a think Michael player. Vick is the greatest athlete that ever stepped foot on an NFL film. Then he's a legend. Field. But I'm not. Well, I didn't. I didn't say. But I don't. I love Roddy White. He's he's probably my favorite Falcon of all time. All I'm saying is, is I don't think guys on the other side of the country think him as a legend. Now he's a Falcons legend. He is the definition of a Falcons legend, uh, and I think. I think you that you could have pushed, and I don't think he would be successful. You could have pushed, uh, you know, him looking, give him a Hall of Fame look. I just, but, I think if 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 your benchmark for legend is that to be in the Hall of Fame, then I don't even know. I don't. We can just stop the conversation because that's just not true. I played with some legendary players, right? They're not all going to go in the Hall of Fame. Some of them. Patriots legend, I would say, yeah. Well, he's definitely a Patriots legend. Yes, he's, I agree. he's in the I Ring agree. of Honor. He just, I agree. And I think no, we're, that was we're, one of the whole big thing, right? We're, we're getting, getting off topic. We're definitely getting off topic, but I, I think to that point, I think as a player, when you when that guy walks in the locker room and you know that he did it at a very high level for a long time, you look at him with different eyes than you possibly would in Arthur Smith. That's not to say that he's going to have more success or less success, but that, I'm just saying you asked about locker room culture. That's what I think. My favorite coach in the NFL was Mike Tice, and I knew it because Mike Tice would step in front of us and go, I know this sucks, but you have to try to do it. Okay, right? but, but Mike Tice wasn't a legend. In the, in the NFL as a player. But, but see, here's the thing. You, the one thing we know about the Falcons was culture wasn't a problem. This whole thing that there was a culture issue in the locker room, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. The players You're never right. quit for him. I think so, there's a culture issue in New Orleans. I, right? oh, I 100% Massive culture issue. I completely agree by what we've seen. I think there's probably one in Carolina as well. But when we say he'll change the culture here, No. He won't. The only thing that truly changes a co- – like, when people say, well, he'll bring a winning culture. Well, he didn't the last two years in Tennessee. What changes the, the culture from a loser to a winner is, is winning only. Like, yeah. the, the, it's a, it's the, a, that's a valid point. The locker room wasn't in disarray here. We just weren't – we didn't have a couple of pieces that we needed and, 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 and mainly the most important position, and – we weren't winning games at the clip we needed to, but it wasn't like players were quitting and that kind of stuff. I just I think that we 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 get outside of it and then we start adding in that adding problems here that weren't problems. And I, I think a little bit of it is we talk the, the way we talk about things. I would I would make the argument just for argument's sake that there is an opportunity for him to bring a level of toughness and grit. Uh, when you look at the way his teams played, the way they ran the football, the way they we, – we were a successful running team under Arthur Smith. I don't know that it was the tough yards, right? And that's why everybody – you get inside the five-yard line and you run the jet sweeps and everybody's okay. up in arms. Let me say there this. There is a level of toughness and grit that I think Vrabel's teams have had that you could use an uptick here in. We didn't have toughness up. We, we ran for 200 yards against – I just – I literally just covered that. But I'm just saying, like, I, you know what You know what people say when Arthur Smith came here? Did he bring in Derrick Henry with him? 
Okay, is Mike Vrabel bringing Derrick Henry with him? Because that's the. I don't po- know where Derrick Henry well, is going. But, that, but the point is, is that you can't say that that Mike that Arthur Smith was nothing but Derrick Henry, and then say that Mike Vrabel is is like, oh, he's this and he's that. I, and I'm not knocking Vrabel. I think the guy's a hell of a coach, and and he's an intense dude, and he's football mind, and he was a good player. I just I get ca- I get caught up when we get over our skis about one guy because. There's something we saw we liked about him, and then we hammer another guy for the exact same reason. I just don't. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's comparable to say that Arthur Smith is Mike Vrabel. I, would, I don't think it's I, even close. If you told me I had to pick between Mike Vrabel and Jim Harbaugh, you know who I'd pick? Mike Vrabel. I pick Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to cross me over right now? No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm being honest with you. I. I. I would pick. I would probably pick Jim too at this point you know, because he. You know, he's a builder of teams and roster management, but I. I would I would love Vrabel too. What's the one thing that Jim Harbaugh has shown he can do that that Vrabel hasn't? Uh, adapt to his players and, ma- and 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 take a quarterback and make them better. Here's what I'll say: You've talked about not wanting to play caller as a head coach. This is your opportunity with Mike Vrabel. Just the other side. That, that's that's your opportunity, with Mike Vrabel, coming as a head coach, yeah. and then to be a play caller. I agree. Um, so we'll talk about that.